I guess you can say a win is a win, but the Jags, man, they always find a way to make it interesting. We'll talk about it here on a postcast edition of Locked on Jaguars. You are Locked on Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Locked On Jaguars, a special postcast edition of Locked On Jaguars, where it's your team every day. We thank you for making us your first listener. A quick reminder, we're free to subscribe to on our YouTube page. Make sure you tap in on YouTube, uh, hit the like button, uh, subscribe, and hit the bell so you get all of the notifications whenever we drop an episode. And wherever you get your podcast every day, if you listen to audio podcasts, make sure you tap in to that as well 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 the jaguars pull off another victory well we are scratching our head trying to figure out what the identity of the team is they win 31 24 on national tv uh in new orleans in the big easy shout out to uh, all of the jaguar fans we heard you on tv good for you made a lot of noise jacks came out hot came out smoking hot trevor running the ball like ain't nothing wrong with his legs trevor running like forrest gump out there just running right? Getting away uh, from people, get, putting his getaway car. So that's another thing that went against the grain that we always talk about. We try to predict the game. No, I told you, man, I'm going to start throwing these notes out of the window because he ran the ball tonight more effectively probably than he's run it all year. And I know he was running in a straight line. The Jags were hot. Travis Etienne had two touchdowns. They scored 14 points right out of the gate. The Saints fans were booing him booing them and booing them and then the Jaguars said well you know what this is not interesting enough we need to make this game interesting so a couple of boneheaded penalties on punt return uh fumble by Christian Kirk early that he redeemed himself for so we'll talk about that later um making silly plays go they went for it twice and gave the ball back to uh, New Orleans at midfield. And then the Saints offense in the second half woke up and the Jaguars passing game fell asleep. And then now you get a game where it's tied 24-24. The Jags go down and score, right? Christian Kirk with a catch and run for like 43 yards for a touchdown. And then the, the Saints get the ball and come right back down the field again. What the Jaguars have to figure out is this. I won't even discuss whether winning like this, because this is three in a row. They're five and two. Um headed to Pittsburgh. They got a little bit of a long break, a, a longer uh, uh, gap between games because they played on Thursday night. I'm happy. It's a win is a win, man. I, I'm telling you, it's just like whatever they have to do is what they ha- whatever they have to do to win, and they always seem to figure it out, and we're happy about that. I'm not going to get into whether or not the way that they play is sustainable because we know it's not. And the reason why I'm not going to get into whether it's sustainable is because that's not what they're trying to do. Not, that's not what they're trying to do. You know, you worry about if it's sustainable or not. Is, is is that all they can do? Is it what they're trying? Is this the absolute best they can do? And they're just trying to fix this thing up some kind of way so they can win some games? Then that's one thing. But that's not the problem with them. The issue with them is, excuse me, the issue with them is 
They could they appear to be a team that just gets bored. Or they start overthinking stuff, and this is on Doug and, and, and Press. They start overthinking stuff and they start falling asleep. Like, so folks will, will look at it and they'll talk about the interception that Trevor threw, the, the times they went forward on, on fourth down. I even discussed that already, right? All of that stuff is good. All of that stuff is cool. But I'm going to tell you, you know, a play that bothered me more than any of those plays, it was third and six and they ran the ball. So everybody will say, because they got five and three quarter yards, and this is one time they didn't try to go because they got, they almost made it. Some people will probably look at that and go, ah, man, they almost made it. It was a great, it would, you know, with eight more inches and would have been a great call. No, it wouldn't have been a great call. Because to me, when you had that lead at that point and they sat there and they got cute on third and six, when at that point the Saints weren't getting a whole wasn't getting a whole lot of pressure. You don't think your your all-world quarterback can complete a seven-yard pass? To me, what it did was it kind of lulled them, it it put the Jaguars to sleep. It lulled them to sleep and it gave the Saints life. That's when I need them to step on somebody's neck. And not call or make a call like that. Now I know there might be some people that disagree with me. I'm gonna get to a couple of these comments real quick before our intermission. I'm gonna get a couple of comments. Some people might disagree with me, but I'm telling you, I marked that down in the second quarter when that happened. I said, "This is one gonna bite them in the butt because it's gonna flip momentum." And sure enough, going into the half, it's 17 to six or 17 to nine or something like that. It's a one-score game, and I'm like, "This is like the third game in a row the Jaguars have dominated early, and they they just seemed it." They, they, they always let the other team back in the game. Always do. But a win is a win. There are people telling me a win is a win. I know I know a win is a win. I've been saying that all night, man. A win is a win, right? Um, everybody's happy. Everybody's happy, and they should be. Because games in the NFL to win, okay, everybody telling me a win is a win. So cool. I don't have to go through that. The... Toby Morant, you are dead right. There are too many reverses going on. I think they did that. They saw something on tape with the Saints with the way that they pursue. So I'm not, I'm not going to give them a hard time with that. Um, a win is a win. Games, I've said it before, man. Games are hard to win in the NFL. And it's definitely hard to win road games on a short week. So I don't want to make it sound like I'm complaining. Don't want to make it sound like my, – my thing is, and I've said this over and over – I'm thinking big picture. I'm thinking like, what's what's the best? What's the big picture? So the the thing is, is they have room to continue to improve. They have room to continue to improve. We're going to talk about three players on the other side. We're going to talk about Trevor's legs, which we already kind of mentioned a little bit. Christian Kirk. Here's what I want. These are the three players. We already talked about Trevor. I'm going to mention Christian Christian Kirk making up for that play he made early and, and doing a catch and run, running back like he did when he was at Texas a and I want to talk about Buster, busting loose. Buster is Monteric Brown. Stepped in for Tyson Chandler and played extremely well and made some key plays that he had to make. And what was going on with Calvin Ridley today? I have a, I have a, a little bit of a theory on um, what I believe was going on with, 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 with Calvin Ridley, and I'm sure somebody's going to ask Doug Peterson about it. And uh, he'll probably give them a more definitive answer. Um, I got, I got a little, I got a little bit of a. It's not really a conspiracy, but I do have a little bit of a something that I want to put on that. 
and, and, and I'll talk about it. I have to look at the tape. I have not looked at all of the tape yet, but I'm going to throw a theory out there. I think it was a coverage issue. The reason why I think it was a coverage issue is because I thought it was something unhealthy with him for a minute because I saw him going in and out of the game, but then he ran the end around. So if you're unhealthy, you wouldn't run an end around, right? We're going to discuss that here in just a second on Locked on Jaguars. I got to tell you about the sponsors for today's show. Jace Medical, man, we have talked about a Jace case. Everybody wants, what is this Jace case? What is this Jace case? I'm going to tell you what it is, man. The Jace case is a personalized emergency medical kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat most common and deadly bacterial infections. You can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs. Jace Medical offers customizable for your Jace case with dozens of add-on medications. Now, this is a big deal because we live down here in Florida where there's hurricanes. Sometimes there's hurricanes in bad spots and they knock a whole bunch of stuff down and you need antibiotics and you need emergency medical. It's like a like a kit that you can always keep in your car and have handy with you. And that's what the Jace case is. So what I need you to do is go to jacemedical.com and enter the code locked on at checkout for $20 discount on your order. The promo code is locked on at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. Make sure you go to Jace Medical and ask for that Jace case. And I have to let you know about prize picks, man. I hope you had, I wonder how many of y'all had Trevor Lawrence uh, with, with, with the less than on the running and you didn't get it. And then I wonder how many of y'all got lucky and you had Trevor Lawrence getting all of those yards and you had Travis Etienne account for more touchdowns. Because at Prize Picks, man, it's daily fantasy sports and it is the absolute best at it. All you got to do, man, is just go on there and you ain't playing against a whole bunch of other people. It's just you and the system, right? So that you, you have prize, you have projections, player projections and stats projections. You have to just have to say more or less. You have to p- choose between two to six players. And if you do, get them all right. And in some cases, when you don't get them all right, you can still win. Use some Skrilla. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use the code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. I'll repeat that. Prizepicks.com locked on NFL. Use that code for a first deposit. Make sure it's all lowercase too. Locked on NFL, all one word. And you're going to get your first deposit match up to $100 at prizepicks.com. All right, running it down. So I ain't going to hang y'all. I ain't going to let y'all sit here and and wonder what I'm talking about with uh, Calvin Ridley. And no, it isn't they're trying to keep him below certain numbers so that they can make sure they get a higher draft pick. It's not anything like that. What I'm hoping, what I'm hoping is that they just saw something on tape and they came out. Because what I saw was, even when sometimes it was uh, Jamal Agnew, I saw Marcus Lattimore, I mean, Marshawn Lattimore, guarding him one-on-one. It was a lot of times I looked up, and Lattimore was not the guy who was in front of Calvin Ridley. Like, even on his interception, he was guarding Agnew. So if you have your best corner, your potential Hall of Fame corner, your all-pro-level corner, not guarding the best receiver, are you bracket coveraging on the other side? Do you have a safety cheating over? Are you saying, okay, I want Lattimore to shut down one side of the field, whatever side, uh, whatever side Calvin Ridley is not on, and then wherever Calvin Ridley is, we're gonna roll coverage the other way, and we're gonna make Christian Kirk beat us. 
which he did. That's what I think happened. I have to take another long look at the tape. I'll get with some people at the network at Locked On. They really, really break tape down and can give me the percentages of when Marshawn Lattimore was guarding Calvin Ridley and how many targets. But they certainly saw something where they wanted to throw the ball Jamal Agnew a whole bunch tonight. And this is like having a game plan and you come in and it's working fabulously at the, at the very beginning. And then all of a sudden it stopped working a little bit. But the reason that you think it stopped working is because of execution, which that could possibly be the thing. But I just wouldn't want my God as my fourth receiver, who's not even a full-time wide receiver, being the main focal point of the offense. And I know, Trey, uh, I know they got to get Zay Jones back, but that's just a little bit weird to me. I want to give uh, Monterey Buster Brown some love because one of the concerns I had coming into the game was that they, the team would really, really miss Tyson Campbell. Of course you miss Tyson Campbell. Everybody would miss a guy of that caliber, right? It's hard to find players that will will be able to step in and do it, what Monterey did. He, 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 he made him some money tonight. Now, I know the Jaguars have two starting corners, but that kid is only in his second year. And because he was a late pick, he's only on the contract for three. But the whole nation, the whole country saw that tonight. And that's – That'll give him a chance down the line to be a Darius Williams for either Jacksonville or somebody else. That's a good, good, solid, competitive game against a very good receiving core. And he was guarding everybody. So we have that out, Buster Brown. We have to give a shout-out to uh, Deshae uh, Townsend, as well as uh, Coach T. Mitchell, the guys that are doing a lot of the work over there with the DBs. That's what player development looks like. I'm going to give Devin Lloyd some love. We have gave Devin Lloyd pure hell around here at times. Devin Lloyd looked fabulous. They wouldn't have won this game without Devin Lloyd's contributions. Foyola Wakan got a pick six, finally gets rewarded for it and gets him a pick six. People keep telling me they're going to cut him after this year. And I don't see how you can do it. So we, we're showing a lot of love and we're getting a lot, giving a lot of love to a lot of the players that had a big impact on, on tonight's game. Uh, the offensive line held up and they played pretty good considering – uh, that they were down a couple, you know, down one one starter, and they were having a rookie on the shout out to Anton Harrison. He's looking at a first ballot Hall of Fame, possibly in Cam Jordan, and he played absolutely well. Kudos to him, also. But the last but not least goes to Christian Kirk, who made the big mistake early in the game that probably would have led to the Jaguars going up by three touchdowns, and then it would have been a real, real. Um, it would have been a real, real hard time for the Saints to make a comeback. Caught a crossing route, put a great move on Lattimore. I mean, not Lattimore, but uh, 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 Tyron Matthew made a great move, caught the ball, and ran like he stole something and scored a, a touchdown. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful play by him. And I got to give uh, another shout-out to uh, Dewan Smoot. Got a strip sack in only his second game back already making a lot of noise, putting pressure. The Jaguars have found a bunch of little defensive linemen too. Black Rock, I think that's his name, number 90, even though he had a, a play where they called a late hit. He was fabulous today. So look, a win is a win. Don't, don't, don't get too upset about it. Don't worry about whether this is sustainable. Just understand that they have to get better. They just got to get better. Everybody, they, 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 they just have to keep improving and stop making the self-destructive mistakes that they uh, have seemed to be making. But once again, a team without a, a team, their identity is that they don't have one. 
you know what the identity is? W. I'm from the west side of Jacksonville, and that's the first letter of my last name. So guess what? Their identity is this symbol right here. W, and we're on our way home. That's right. Five and two. Good job. Y'all be careful in the Big Easy, man. Well, I ain't going to talk to them dudes. ain't paying me attention right now. They're about to rip Bourbon Street all up and through there, and I don't blame them. Enjoy. Travel safely. We'll do a show tomorrow. Uh, it's not Victory Monday, but it is uh, uh, Fine Win Friday. How about that on Locked On Jaguars? Make sure you check it out. Check out Locked On NFL also. Make it your next watch. Uh, get comprehensive coverage. I'm sure that show will be talking about the Jaguars game tomorrow. I won't be there. I'll be have, I have a Lauren Cox will be in with uh, David Harrison uh, doing that show. Uh, I'll be back next week. But make sure you guys take care of each other. Enjoy the victory. Jaguars win 31-24 behind the legs of Trevor Lawrence, behind the legs of Christian Kirk, and behind the stellar play of Monteric Buster Brown and a few more people. All right, we'll see y'all tomorrow here on Locked on Jaguars.